There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome to the Money Stepper Q&A podcast, question six. Which fixed rate mortgage period is best for me? Right, today's episode is a little longer than usual because quite simply I couldn't fit the answer into the normal five minute episode. But I've stuck with it because it's quite a good question and it's quite a relevant question to a lot of people who are taking out new mortgages. The question is from Kai and it goes as follows. We are first time buyers and we're about to take out a £327,000 mortgage over 35 years. We've decided to go with a fixed rate, the £999 mortgage fee, and we have the options of two, three or five years. The interest rates are 2.15% for the two-year fixed, 2.59% for the three-year fixed and 3.29% for the five-year fixed. So for the two, three and five, it's 2.15%, 2.59% and 3.29% respectively. Obviously, it's a bit of a look into your crystal ball question, but we all know that interest rates are only going one way, right? It's just a question of how quickly. We can afford to overpay, and the mortgage allows us to do so by 10% a year. We're not looking to move in the next five years, if that helps, and our combined income is around £4,500 per month. Which of the options would you choose? Guy, it's a tough one. I'm going to already assume that you've decided on a fixed rate, that you've decided on the amount of the mortgage and your loan to value, and that you've decided on the 35-year repayment period. I'm not going to question them. I'm just going to answer your question. Between the three options, which would you take? Now, the difference in the interest rates for these three products model the bank's expectation of what they think interest rates will do over that time. So when you say that rates will only go one way, well, that assumption is already built into these three rates. Also built into these rates is the risk premium, as I like to call it. And so the 3.29% for the five years is higher than it normally would be because the bank have to add a few extra 0.1% in order to mitigate the fact that they don't know what's going to happen over the next five years. So to make sure that they've got a bit, bit of leeway on their margins if they're taking a product over five years. Therefore, because the expectation and the protection against the variance of the bank side already built into the price, I personally tend to go towards shorter term fixes with the plan to remortgage every two years on a new introductory offer. For me, there's two key factors to consider, which isn't immediately obvious when you first think about this. The first of them is what I'm going to call the spread And that's the difference between what the banks lend at and then what they lend to their customers. So for the minute, the banks borrow at the current base rate of 0.5%, but they'll only lend to you on a two-year fixed at 2.15%, giving them a spread, a margin of 1.65%. Now for me, that's quite high. 
And I personally believe that due to future increase in competition and technological advances in the mortgage market, like we've seen in other areas of finance, such as peer-to-peer lending and low-cost index funds, we'll actually see that spread between the base rate and the lending rates fall. Therefore, when, or if, the base rate goes up, say, by a quarter of a percent to 0.75%, I'm not entirely sure that the two-year fixed rate will automatically follow suit and go up quarter of a percent to reach 2.4% in your example. So that's one thing to consider. The second is to run the numbers on your actual example. Say you take out a 25-year, £327,000 mortgage on a five-year fixed rate at 3.29%, and we'll assume a standard variable rate after that of 4.5%, then your payments each month would be £1,486 per month. Now let's imagine that we're going to do, instead of a five-year fixed, a two-year fixed followed by a three-year fixed. If you take out the same £327,000 mortgage on the two-year fixed rate at 2.15%, then if you keep your same payment of £1,486 per month, we can work out what our interest rate needs to be between years three and five, in order to have exactly the same repayment schedule as a five-year fixed over the 35 years of the mortgage. So we pay the same down every month. We say in the five-year fixed for the first five years, it's 3.29% and then it's 4.5% afterwards. In the two plus three example, we say in the first two years, it is 2.15%. From years five to 35, it's 4.5%. So what does it need to be in years three, four and five for us to have the same break-even point as for the five-year fixed. And I've put the calculations in the show notes. You can head over there, moneystepper.com forward slash question six. But the figure we come to is 4.05%. If the interest rate for the first two-year fixed period is 2.15%, and then for the second three-year fixed period, it's 4.05%, then it's the same effectively as having 3.29% for that entire five-year period. So my question is, do you think that even if the spread stayed the same on fixed rate deals, the base rate is going to increase by over 1.5% in the next two years? I'm not sure I can personally see that happening. One final thing we need to consider is your overpayments. You said you were willing to pay extra on your mortgage in order to bring that balance down. Let's again imagine if you repay 5% of your balance more than you should over that two-year fixed period. When you come to remortgage in two years' time, you'll actually find that better rates might be available. You see, you're looking for a property at £400,000 and a mortgage of £327,000, your loan-to-value 81.75%. Uh, One lender currently offers a two-year fixed, 85% loan-to-value, so this falls within that, at 2.15%, £999 fee, like you've said in your question. If you were able to make overpayments of 5% of the balance in those first two years, which is fairly feasible given the net income you provide in your post, then your loan-to-value in two years' time might actually fall below that 75%, and that's not even building any capital growth into that calculation. So in two years' time, you might actually be eligible for lower rates. For instance, with the same lender now, you could get a three-year fixed with a loan-to-value of 75% for 2.29% instead of what you're currently being quoted at 2.59%. We put that back into the maths before. We said that take a two-year and a three-year, the second three-year fix needs to be at 4.06% or less. 
Well, actually, we're saying if it stays as it is currently is, then it'll be 2.29%. So that means that the rate would have to increase now by 1.77% in the next two years, and maybe even further if I'm right about the spreads coming down. Again, interest rates going up by one and three quarter percent in the next two years? I can't see it. However, to balance out the argument slightly and argue a little in favour of a five-year fixed, that has the fairly big advantage of stability. You see, there's something very appealing about knowing that you're going to pay X per month for the next five years, regardless of the external conditions, and that you don't have to go through the hassle of remortgaging in two years' time. We've built £999 in as the mortgage fee into our calculations in two years' time, but there may potentially be a lower or greater cost for arranging that mortgage in the future, which adds more variation to these calculations. So, five-year fixed, more stable. But with that stability usually comes a restriction of freedom. You see, with fixed-rate mortgages, there is, the majority of the time, a clause where any payment over that 10% balance, which will come if you need to move house, for instance, if you've got your dream job somewhere else, would come with a percentage fee. This tends to be 2 or 3%, which on a £327,000 mortgage could run into the tens of thousands. So again, that's something that you'll want to add into your decision process. So to conclude, for me, personally, because of the way I'm wired, maths outweighs psychology. So I look at the numbers rather than the ideas about stability and how I feel being comfortable with the same payment every month. And I would personally opt for the two-year fixed at 2.15%, start making their overpayments and assume that in two years' time, the three-year fixed deal would be less than the 4% required. Yes, maybe in two years' time, the base rate has shot up to 3%. Banks are now charging 5% for their three-year fixed rates and house prices have tumbled 20%. So your loan-to-value is actually higher when you remortgage in two years. In that scenario... Yes, you would have been laughing if you had taken out the 3.29% five-year fixed rates, but that's the risk you take. I suggest to you, Kai, that you do all this maths. You get your calculations down in Excel or on paper, and you think about all the options, all the non-quantitative factors, and you go and have an open and honest discussion with an independent mortgage advisor and see if they can add anything else to your thoughts. However, make sure you lead that discussion. Take your numbers with you, ask them questions. Don't let them dictate the conversation. That way they won't be tempted down a route which leads potentially to more profits for them, i.e. you remortgaging again with them in two years' time. It's a tough question. There's no right answer, I don't think, when it comes to this one. Do the math, see how it feels to you, and then take the decision based on that. If you've got any questions, whether they be about mortgages, savings, credit cards, debts, investment, anything at all to do with personal finance, you know where we are. You can leave a question in the show notes. You can head on over to moneystepper.com and find the submit a question page. You can leave a comment there or you can leave a voicemail on the SpeakPipe app there. Or finally, if you wish, you can send me an email directly, moneystepper at gmail.com. I'll be happy to receive your questions there. Hold up. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.